Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media, and this is The Literary Gardener for May 30th, 2019. The topic this time is AAUW Tour Gardens Display a Passion for Plants. For someone who is passionate about plants, making a garden is not like falling in love in an instant, but like living with someone for a lifetime. Roger Turner, Design in the Plant Collector's Garden from Chaos to Beauty, 2005. When visitors step through an arbor gate into the front yard of Jacksonville homeowners Michael Flaherty and Kate Ingram, it's instantly apparent there is a passion for plants here. Old orchard trees mingle with young maples, understated grasses brush up against showy peonies, and rhododendrons that are just now presenting their last spring flowers share a bed with daylilies that are still preparing for their golden summer display. To me, garden design is like a puzzle. I like to figure out how to make all the pieces go together, Michael told me recently when I stopped by for a preview. The Flaherty Ingram Gardens are one of six properties in Jacksonville and Medford that are featured on the 11th Annual Spring Garden Tour, hosted by the Medford Chapter of the American Association of University Women. This year's garden tour takes place from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday, June 8th. The $20 admission, free for children under 12, helps AAUW provide educational scholarships for local women and girls. The Flaherty Ingram Home on South 3rd Street is one of Jacksonville's historic houses. Built around 1890, the house was completely renovated the year before Michael and Kate bought it in 2002. Since then, they have focused on overhauling the landscape by creating what Michael calls different destination spots from what used to be a sloping expanse of lawn. Michael softened the slope of the backyard by installing terraced garden beds surrounded by low walls made from stacked stone and connected by moss-covered stone steps and a path. On one side of the backyard, Kate grows an enclosed vegetable garden filled with raised beds of kale, lettuce, tomatoes, onions, artichokes, zucchini, and marigolds. On the other side of the yard, an old heirloom apple tree with a treehouse provides shade for a paver patio and seating area. Nearby, a hot tub beckons. Michael also built a wooden deck right around a large golden chain tree at the back of the house. Kate added other artistic touches to the landscape, such as a rusty metal sphere, a blue bowl water feature, and a Buddha Buddha statue. Next to Buddha, a garden stone engraved with the Chinese Fu character offers a message of happiness and good fortune. Michael and Kate do indeed feel fortunate that they happened to meet in 1998 when Michael was an opera singer with the Portland Opera House. It wasn't long before he decided that living out of a suitcase was no longer appealing. So the couple put down roots and eventually raised their two children in Jacksonville where Kate grew up. She's a life transitions coach specializing in grief mentoring and the author of two books, Washing the Bones, a Memoir of Love, Loss, and Transformation, 2013, and the soon-to-be-published Grief Girl's Bedside Guide to Grief. 
Michael admits at the time he and Kate met, he didn't know the difference between bugloss and begonias. But I've always liked nature and working with my hands, so I started dabbling in landscaping while I figured out what I wanted to do for a job, Michael told me. Then I discovered that I really enjoy creating outdoor spaces because it allows me to be artistic in a new way. Not only did Michael continue to experiment with garden design in his own landscape, he also participated in the OSU Master Gardener program in 2009, and he created the Rain Garden at the Southern Oregon Research and Extension Center in Central Point. Now he's the owner of Viridian Designs, a landscape design and contracting business that specializes in creating sustainable, low-maintenance residential landscapes. Looking around at all the changes he's made to his landscape, as well as the work that's still left to do, Michael told me this place represents my evolution as a landscape designer. There's been a lot of experimentation and I've used what works with my clients. So what has Michael found most effective for creating gardens and landscapes that reflect their natural surroundings? Study the site first and no sun and shade exposure at different times of the day, Michael told me. These conditions help to create several microclimates within one piece of property. Figuring out which plants will thrive in each microclimate is challenging. However, happy, healthy plants are the reward for thoughtful garden design. Michael also recommends careful planning to address difficult spots in the landscape and other potential problems. For example, he installed drain pipes and a rain garden for a low spot in his front yard. He used highly adaptive heat-tolerant plants in an area of the backyard that receives intense late afternoon sun. He selected deer-resistant plants to discourage the four-legged frenemies that roam Jacksonville's residential streets, and he enclosed the vegetable garden with high fencing. Having a cohesive design plan is important so the landscaping project doesn't become overwhelming, Michael advised. Once you have a blueprint, you can break the project down into smaller phases. Start close to the house and in the spots that you naturally gravitate to. Then work outward from there. Michael and Kate hope their gardens will inspire tourgoers to think about what they might accomplish in their outdoor spaces. Even a small landscape can feel bigger if it's designed with different places to go for different purposes, Michael said. Every outdoor space can have a unique feel to it. Spring Garden Tour tickets may be purchased in advance at any Grange Co-op store, the Blue Door Garden Store in Jacksonville, and Penny and Lulu's Studio Florist in Medford. Tickets are also available at the gardens on tour day. Gardens may be toured in any order, but please leave your pets at home. For more information about the garden tour, visit the AAUW Medford, Oregon branch website. Featured gardens this year include 890 South 3rd Street in Jacksonville. This historic home with minimal lawn, vegetable garden, and terrace garden beds feature plants with staggered bloom times and varying textures. 850 South 3rd Street in Jacksonville. Repurposed stone from the property, 
archways covered in fragrant vines and restful seating areas are featured in this peaceful garden. An eclectic oasis was created at minimal expense using gifted and propagated plantings. 49 Valley View Drive in Medford. This is a shady woodland garden filled with native plants that are pollinator friendly and drought tolerant. It was recently designed and planted with contrasting colors, shapes, and textures. Art displayed in the garden is provided by Northwest glass artist Randy Perkins. The sales will benefit local AAUW scholarships. 130 Veranda Place in Medford. Asian interest abounds in this historic area garden, which features an arbor with Japanese maples, a gong, pagodas, and a Buddha. A flowing water fountain and a warm corner fireplace create spaces for quiet reflection. 2590 Meadow Creek Drive in Medford. The garden features a complex design of flower beds and walkways alongside beautiful trees. Colorful perennials, whimsical garden planters, and private patio spaces are also showcased. And last is 3503 Admiral Way in Medford. Recently designed with no lawn, this garden uses ornamental grasses, garden art, and a dry creek bed to ensure minimal water usage. Enjoy a view of the table rocks and a cold drink at this year's Hospitality Garden. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.